You are now in the Cornwood Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this the Corner Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Clark, alongside my sidekick and my right-hand man, Mr. Kev. We are loaded today. we got a ton of great stuff on tap. We have my football reactions from Raiders getting their home opener win, uh, one-sentence game, uh, injury list that's longer than my shopping list, uh, MetLife stadiums under investigation, we've got six-pack, stay or go, Billy Donovan, and much more. So let's get rock and rolling. Kev, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing peachy. All right. So we'll get rock and rolling here. Uh, first off, my football game last night was actually pretty fun to watch. A lot of offense. Um, I don't know what looked worse at the end. The fact that the, the, <laughs> the Saints just ran out of timeouts and Gruden was just run, controlling that clock. Or my boy Malcolm Jenkins just was getting exposed by those running backs from uh, New Orleans. I mean, from Oakland. By the way, Raiders won, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that's not surprising, though. He didn't look that uh, – Drew Brees didn't look that good against the Bucks, And without Michael Thomas, it's unlikely they were going to win. Yeah. I mean, it was weird also because, like, I, I – the Raiders are what I thought the Broncos were going to be this year. Like, they were going to be that sneaky AFC West team that's kind of just like, yeah, we're here. We're playing. Like, we're good. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. So, yeah, because Drew Locke's now for three to five weeks. It's part of the injury list later. But And uh, the boat is coming back, Kev. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, am, I am all about Blake Bortles to the Broncos. That is a move that makes so much sense for John Elway. It's even – it. It's not even fathomable. Watch Bortles tears it up. It was just Jacksonville who sucked out his uh, the life of his career. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see. I don't think it's going to go well. I think it's going to be fun. I, didn't have, I don't know if they're going to win a lot of games because now apparently Oakland's a legit team. Like the Chargers put up a good – have been not bad at all. They put up 30 points, so – not 30 points, whatever the hell the final score was. They put up 20 points, but still, that's an improvement. Something. Also, yeah, I mean, do they have who they were playing? Oh, crap. Herbert started this week. Yeah, did you? I, not... I didn't know. I didn't know he started. I thought Tyrod Taylor. I, I thought maybe he went in for Tyrod because I watched the end of the game. No, Tyrod Taylor hurt his chest in pregame warmups. Ah, I mean, not bad for a rookie's first start 22 with 33, 311, a touchdown, a pick. I'll take that to the bank for a rookie debut. He also ran one in, too. I mean, I'll talk about that later, but... Damn, I knew... Because I knew he came in. I just didn't know. I, I completely missed the headline because I was at the bar watching... um, Getting my heart broken by my Eagles and then starting to watch the... Uh, and watching the uh, Atlanta Falcons do Atlanta Falcons things. But, yeah, no. Um, last night, the Raiders can run the football, and Darren Waller is a amazing tight end. That's... What and Derek Carr knows how to manage it, so there you go. Knock if you're with me. No, I wish they threw the ball to Henry Ruggs more, though. That's my only complaint about that game. No, I, I agree with that. I think Ruggs is like a weapon they really need to take more advantage of. The fact that Aguilar's catching passes irks me a little bit, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Would have been nice if Ruggs had a better game for fantasy, but oh, anyway. yeah. Once I'm a fantasy dude, I lost uh, I lost Saquon, who was the first overall pick on two of my teams of the year. So I've had a rough, I, I had a rough Sunday. All right, we're gonna kick off one sentence game and get rock and rolling. Yes. All right, let's do it. All right, Bengals at Browns. Bengal Joe Burrow's legit. I'll buy that. Um. Somebody get this guy blocker. Seriously, Burrow's running for his damn life, and he looks very. His first quarterback in NFL history, rookie with over sixty with over his first sixty attempts, no interceptions. 
The kid's good. All right, uh, Jags at Titans. Uh, Jags are still good. I'm here for that Tana thrill. That was that was corny. I'm sorry. Uh, I yeah, the South looks so weird. If you told me the Jaguars and Titans would be better than the Texans, I would look at you and start laughing. But I think the Texans and Colts are actually the two worst teams in that division. Yeah, I mean, I would have bought the Jags and Titans, or at least the Titans being better than the Texans. Oh, no, no. The Titans were my division pick. I think they were both our division picks, actually. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, like, I mean, there's... but if you told me that the Texans wouldn't be the second, the Texans and Colts, I thought either one of them was going to be the second best team. I thought Jacksonville was going 1-15 this year. Uh, Minshew Mania is happening, boys and girls. He took Tennessee right down to the wire. They could still go 1-15. I know. <laughs> it's only two games in. They have a loss. All right. Next up, we have Panthers at Buccaneers. Uh, Brady gets his first dub as a Pirate. Also, Mike I, Evans, thank God he caught a touchdown. I would still be concerned if I were a Bucs fan. Oh yeah, no, I I am freaking out. This this I, like I said before, like who wait who is it? I think it was um Tom Palacero tweeted out I got some serious dream team vibes right now. He might be right. This team eerily reminds me of the 08 Eagles and it scares me. Uh, Rams thumping the Eagles. Um, that I think the Eagles were drunk the first half and then Wentz's interception killed the momentum. But we should not panic. It's Jalen time, baby. No. I mean, he got his first play. He got, he got on the field. Yeah, I, I think they should be rolling with him for next game. Yeah, that's that's a bad, that's a bad take. Um, I, I can tell you, there's a couple things in the locker room going on that's pissing uh, once That's drying this off. But anyway, all right. Uh, Broncos at Steelers. Um. Drew Locks out three to five. I don't completely buy the Steelers yet, but um, eh, we'll see what happens. Broncos are in trouble now, but the boat is coming. So Jared used four sentences and took one of mine, or took mine for his. Just want to point that out. It's I I, I play by my own rules. I, I just want to say it. It's boat time. Yeah, me and Kevin are big Blake Bortles guys, so this is going to happen. And and unlike the Giants, this boat's going to help them win. Oof. Also, speaking of the Giants, quick update. Uh, Devontae Freeman is playing outside with the Giants due to the Saquon Barkley injury. His two choices were Philadelphia and New York, and basically when he realized he was going to start in New York, he's like, yeah, I'm going there. So, yeah, Devontae Freeman. So, um, Daniel Jones, shut up, Kevin. All right. For once, I have something to back this up later. Okay, whatever. Um, 49ers and Jets. God, that win, that, that one win cost the 49ers a lot. Seven injuries. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl it, looking a little less and less optimistic for the 49ers. A lot of these injuries. A lot of these injuries were due to mental issues. 49ers went into that game complaining about the turf. According uh, to Kyle Shanahan. Well, MetLife, MetLife's a weird stadium to begin with. but Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to play scared about getting hurt, you're going to get hurt. Fair enough. Um, Bills and Dolphins. Josh Allen has four touchdowns, but man, that was way too close. Shockingly, the defense is the question mark. Yeah. Or it was just your usual Fitz Magic early game. I mean, he didn't have a phenomenal game. Like, 320 and two touchdowns, good, but you shouldn't be giving up 28 points to the Dolphins. Yeah, they had two chip shot, chip touchdowns. One was to Jordan Howard. And the other one was to uh, – it was on a pick six, right? 
Or was kick return? I don't know. Whatever the third touchdown was. Anyway, um, yeah, no. I think the Bills are going to – I think it's going to be a Bills-Patriots duke out for the division. But the Bills need to figure out the hell is going on on defense because, yikes. Um, Vikings and Colts. Uh, I saw Vikings fans tweeting out tank for um, – God, why can't I think of his name right now? Trevor Lawrence. Tank for Lawrence. And I was just like, oh, boy, it's happening already. Yeah, I tank, tank it for Trevor. What? Tank it for Trevor. That's what like every O and two team should be doing right now. Uh but hey, listen. Your boy our boy, Jonathan Taylor, hundred yards on the ground, first rookie, first call of rookie since two thousand twelve with Joseph Adai, I believe. There's a name from the past. All right. Lions of Packers. Joseph Adai was a rookie in 2012? I think so, because Donald Brown was 09 when they drafted him. So I think Adai was 12. Uh, Yeah, Adai was out of the league by 2012. Okay, so who was it then? I, I don't know. All right, we're getting clarification here. All right. <laughs> Lions and Packers. Kev, you're up. I'm I'm looking up the 2012 draft right now. Okay. Oh, you know, he's out by 2011. Jesus. Yeah, I just said 2012 because he was on the Patriots practice squad. I'm not recognizing any of these guys. Oh, they had Donald Brown, but he wasn't a rookie at that point. Um, I'm not seeing a single running back drafted. Oh, it was Vic Ballard. Okay. Okay. I think it was Vic Ballard. That's the only name I think I actually, like, recognized. Wow. I was off because I, I maybe I'm just blurring years to you. I thought I'd die and get drafted till 12. No, and I only knew immediately that that was wrong because I knew a die was drafted before that because he was part of some of those really good Colts teams with Peyton. Yeah. And oh, Peyton, yeah, they drafted, they drafted Don or Bron to replace him. Yeah, and I only and I remembered definitively. Because I was watching a video on YouTube the other day. Someone's doing, uh, not the expert on YouTube, I wrote a whole thing about one of his teams, is doing a fullback career on the Colts in like Madden 08. And <laughs> Joseph Adias is running back. Yikes. I mean, at least you can make a couple. Because hey, if anyone would throw his fullback, if he's open, it's Peyton. So, all right. Lions Packers, finally. Um,. Yeah, I still don't buy the Packers, but the Lions, they really bounce. They really <laughs> slid off after week one. Yeah, the Lions are not winning this division. Yeah. I'm not blowing them dead in the playoffs, but wow. Yikes. All right. Falcons at Cowboys. Atlanta, you had one job. Who blows a nine-point lead with two minutes to go? Oh, yeah, the Falcons. Oh, my God. I got home. I saw my one of my friends share Cowboys win. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. The, the Falcons should have Joey Freshwater, Dan Quinn, just left him on the tarmac. Yikes. Oh, my. That's what, okay, that's the joke you made. I did not get that for a second when you put that in our chat the other day. I was like, what are you talking about Joey Freshwater? Are they talking about trying to bring uh, him up there? For those who don't know, Joey Freshwater, when he was fired, oh, I think he was USC's coach at that point. They just say, left him on say the Say his name so people actually know who Joey Freshwater is. Who, who, it's Lincoln. All right. We're, we got to go to the lore for this, chair. We're going to time out on this. Time out on so, the two game. We're Lane Kiffin, he was either Tennessee or USC's coach. I think USC, but I might be wrong. Lost a game, and 
he was not allowed on the team bus or the, to get to the team plane, so they just left him there. So the joke is he was left on the tarmac. He's called Joey Freshwater because while he was the offensive coordinator at Alabama, he would go to bars, sit in the back, and send like his security to hot girls. He would tap them on the shoulder, and they'd go, hey, Joey Freshwater wants to see you. And that would mean Lane wants to bang. He's taking you to Lane Town. While he was married, by the way, he is now divorced. That doesn't surprise me whatsoever, but I think it was USC. Because he left Tennessee to go I just it was either a pro job or something but he like Tennessee was like he left he left Tennessee to go to a, to USC I think it's true there was also a rumor floating around that is not true but part of the reason he was fired by Alabama was because he banged Nick Saban's daughter it's not true but that was a rumor that is false <laughs> here's your daily Alabama gossip with Kevin Look, when we're bringing up, when we're talking about Joey Freshwater, you got to bring up Bama. Uh, roll Tide. I was actually at the bar with three guys, with uh, two guys and one girl who went to Bama. They were all kids I went to high school with, and <laughs> uh, I think it was Calvin Ridley scored. They're all Cowboys fans. They look at me like Roll Tide, <laughs> and they're like, they're like Roll Tide. Julio also had a bad game, and I'm disappointed. Oh my, I'm so ticked because I, I, he's the reason I lost one of my my games of fantasy this week. Free right, Julio. Uh, what? Free Julio. Get him to Philadelphia. Somebody help Carson. I said free please. Julio, not con- commute a sentence to another prison. Uh, yeah, he'll be fine in Philadelphia. Shut up. All right. Um, Doug's got fixed the O-line. All right. Giants at Bears, RIP Saquon's knee. And um, the Bears are the most unlegit 2-0 team I've ever seen in my life. Mitch Trubisky, comeback player of the year. God, if that happens on the same screen. If Michael Vick can get it for being released from prison, Mitchell can get it for just not sucking. And there, there's there's Kevin's there's Kevin's passionate take of the day. All right, the football team versus the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray for MVP. I'm for it. Yeah, Cardinals are legit. God, they, their defense is okay, but damn, they can score. I mean, look, if Kyler's throwing for almost 300 yards and rushing for another 70 on the ground and two touchdowns, I'll take it. Yeah, I will too. Like, it's it's we're gonna see a Kyler Murray uh, sophomore MVP year, so I'm I'm all for it. Continue the trend. There you go. Almost was freaking Mark Barron. All right. Chiefs at Chargers. Um, wow. Harrison Bucker really hates it. Hates the Chargers. Three was it was it like it was a penalty and then there was a timeout and he still hit the kick for 58. So I mean, he was like, I'm knocking these fools out. But yeah, char- uh, Chiefs escape with a win. Hey, uh, Anthony Lynn, don't go back to Tyrod. Jesus. Or, yeah, sorry, uh, Tyrod is how you're supposed to pronounce it. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I don't understand how Tyrod when it's a Y. Um, but yeah, no, Justin Herbert looked really good. I was like, okay, like good. Like I was like, okay, this kid's got some. Because I think he's used to Oregon, where the offensive line play is okay. So I think he was used to guys chasing after him after a while. So I mean, he looked all right. The rushing touchdown was pretty impressive. Look, I might have been wrong on him. I mean, so R.I.P. Uh, so our boy KJ and R.I.P. Uh, he doesn't work here at Valley Life anymore. He took a took a hiatus. But uh, me and KJ were talking off camera once during a show, and he says, "So who do you think's the best rookie quarterback?" And I'm like, "I love Herbert." And he goes, "Really? I do too." I'm like, "He goes, why do you love Herbert?" I'm like, because the dude lit it up as a sophomore. He had a shit junior year. He had an okay junior year because of bad coaching and an okay supporting cast. He looks good. I watched him in the uh, Senior Bowl. My dad is like, "Hey, who's that quarterback number ten? He looks great." I'm like, "That's uh, Oregon's guy. He's probably going to." Ironically, I called it the Chargers. He goes, "Oh, he's a good quarterback." I'm like, "The Marcus Clem test passed it." Yeah, he's but, not uh, the best rookie quarterback. I think he could have a great career. I was, I was, a, I was, I was selling Burrow too low. I think, in my opinion, Burrow is the best day one, and I think two has the highest ceiling. 
I'll go back and forth with you on two. I don't know. I want to see Tua stay healthy. If Tua stays healthy, then you got a point. Um, Ravens and Texans. Um, yeah, Ravens are legit. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no question here. They just they just walked into Houston and just thumped them. Somebody uh, free to Sean Watson. What? Somebody free to Sean Watson. God, fuck, again, you use four sentences and take mine. Sorry. Even though he just signed a contract, fucking free to Sean Watson. Holy mother. Yeah. Yeah, David Johnson. Great, great job, Bill. Or at least for the love of God, fire Bill O'Brien and do something else. Oh, that's ridiculous. I don't even like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, I used to. I don't anymore. How he did, uh, he did my boy uh, D-Hop dirty, so. But still, no man deserves to take the beating he's going to be taking the next four years. At least it's a four-year, not a, like a 10-year contract like it is in uh, Kansas City with um, Mahomes. But at least Mahomes, that'll be better, I guess. Um, all right, Patriots and Seahawks. I am buying into Cam Newton, and DK Metcalf's an animal. Pats are going to Tampa. All right. I listen. I, I said Philly was going to Tampa back in the beginning of the season, so I'll let you roll with that. I'm not going to say anything, honestly, because at this point in the NFL season, I anything can happen. I, I expect. I, I'm, I I feel like a team that's going to start 0 three is going to win the damn Super Bowl at this point. So I don't know. And last but not least, uh, Raiders Saints. Um, Knock if you're with me. Raiders are two and zero. I'm I'm I believe in Gruden. E- even though it's they're one and one, it's time to hit the panic button for the Saints if Michael Thomas isn't back soon. Hard agree, but they didn't put him in the IR, so he may be back next week. I was hearing on Good Morning Football this morning. Yeah, the IR is weird this year though. Like guys can go on it for three weeks now. I like that though because like. It opens up roster spots, and it also, like, so, like, let's say a guy's out three to four weeks. You don't have to have him occupy a roster spot and basically have, like, dead weight in your team, which would have been great for a, a certain team in uh, Pennsylvania last year who had everybody injured. All right. Yeah, but a lot of those guys were out for the year. No, only uh, Jeffrey and Clement were the, were the only guys who were actually truly out for the year. But um, with Liz Frank and uh, broke, I think Clement towards ACL. I can't remember. There's too many injuries last year. Um, all right, let's go to the six pack reflection. As I come, I think I threw away the damn sheet like an idiot. So one second, please. I put everything on my laptop. Lucky for me, I threw it at no garbage can. So, uh, no, that's the wrong one. Yep. All right. So, Kevin and I took Pitt over Cuse. Both got it. Um, I took Miami over Louisville. Kev took Louisville. So, that's a point for me. We both took Arizona over Washington because we're both smart failures. Um, so, there's one for each of us. We both took the Ravens over the Texans because we're not dummies. Kev's upset pick, he nailed. He got the Rams over the Eagles. Um, I hit my upset pick with the Raiders over the Saints. Kev took the Saints. I took the Eagles, so we both lost on those. I took the Chiefs over the Chargers, and if it wasn't for the god named Harrison Bucker, or Demigod, sorry, um, I would have lost that one too. And Kev took the, the 49ers practice squad over the Jets. So mm-hmm. final score... Jared, seven. Kevin, six. I need to stop picking against Miami just to fuck with you. <laughs> I mean, they play Florida State next week, and if they, if they lose a Florida State, Kev, I give up. We're not including that. Oh, I know. That game's going to be a fucking meltdown. Oh, my God. That's going to that's gonna look like uh, Baltimore versus Cleveland. It's going to be ugly. Because sure. for the first time ever, Miami actually has a quarterback since Ken Dorsey. And then, two, 
their offense isn't like stupid. They have talented running backs. They have good receivers and they have good tight ends and they know how to use them. God, it's like Dan Enos was a moron. Oh, wait, there's a reason Saban let him walk. But Tate Martell, you lost Tate Martell. Oh, God. Where Jared was wrong, Mark won. Like, shit, I was wrong about Martell. Yeah, he's, he's Blake Barnett 2.0. Basically. Where's he going now? Martell? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's transferring. He just said he's opting out. Eh, nobody cares. De'Ara King is an amazing quarterback, and um, Cameron Harris is an absolute animal. Cameron Harris hides in the dark corner. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say it. I mean, the dude also has, like, I think, like, 300 yards and, like, three touchdowns over two games. It's not bad for the start of the season for a yeah. running back. Listen, they got some good players this year. I mean, they got to worry work about the, the drops. Miami's got to work with the drops. But uh, honestly, though, I can live with it if they keep winning games like this. They, they took a good Louisville team to the brink, so. All right. Um, also, we hit a – there was a 58-yard field goal from Miami's battle kicker. Kev, as a team who had to watch his team lo- – a guy who had to watch his team lose multiple games last year from Bubba Baxa shanking them from inside 15 yards or inside 20 – this is like a godsend. Like, this kid can hit it from 58. I'll take it. Dude, you're talking to an Alabama fan acting like they have fucking Adam Vinatieri. I mean, you guys only lost one game off of a return kick. That Like, we lost games to bad teams. Like, bad teams on shanked, like, chip shots. Dude, do you know how many extra points we've missed in the last, like, four years? That's true. I mean, but you guys are usually thumping about half the teams you play, so this is not really show on the scoreboard. It's still painful. Yeah, true. One thing Alabama and Miami have in common. Uh, kicking has been a nightmare. Yeah. All right. Um. Next up, the injury list. Good Lord. Kev, I mean, dude, my fantasy team, like, I mean, I might be able to rally on, on our Yahoo League because my Yahoo – my. Our little, like, Xbox League is so... My team's loaded, so I'm okay, but, like... Actually, no, that's the team I'm actually worried about. Because um, Saquon's gone. So, I'm just... Um, my other league, at least I have Mozart, who'll be back in two weeks. But I was just like, yikes. Mozart went down. Bosa's out for the season. McCaffrey, 3-4. to four, um, Drew Locke, 3-5. to five, Tyrod had a pec injury in warm-ups. Uh, Isaac Sayamalu's down for five weeks. Eagles guard... Um, who else went down this week? Um, Cortland Raiders lost their starting and backup tackle. Yikes. And Richie Incognito's out too. Wow. Or not out, but he hurt himself. I don't know if he's going to miss time. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Three to five. They don't think it's as bad now. Okay. So it might be like a week or two. I mean, Nick Mullins didn't play bad against the Jets though. I mean, who do they have next week? I mean, uh, week three. Yeah, they have the Giants, who are, don't have Saquon anymore. So, I mean, I, I give the Niners another win there. But, yeah, no, it's – um, yeah, just a lot of injury. I mean, we also kind of I, – I had a weird feeling, though, because of the shortened offseason. I mean, the shortened preseason, it was going to be a lot of injuries. But, like, this is rough. Yeah, I mean, it'll – I think the 49ers on defense, at least, are okay enough. Oh, isn't Richard Sherman out, too? Yeah, he, he comes back off IR week five. Yeah, so their next real test is the Rams in October. Yeah. So Rams they have surprise- of, Oh, Sorry. they have a – like, hopefully a lot of their guys are back because starting October 18th, they go – Rams, then at Pats, at Seahawks, Packers, at Saints, at Rams, Bills. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping guys are screwed. Listen. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know the Packers. I mean, hey, uh, Sunday football in two weeks, Eagles, Niners, um, Hey, uh, Jimmy G, you want to rest up, your, rest up for a little bit? Let my Eagles get another uh, confidence win for uh, 
Carson or Jalen, whoever the fuck's playing. Um, Should be Jalen. Honestly, with Peterson anymore, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. We do play the Bengals, and um, we only lost a guard. And thank you. I mean, I, I still think we need to go get the what's his face from the Corey Glenn, but I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, so injuries rough. Also, uh, Shannon, speaking of the Niners, uh, Shanahan basically was like saying that the San Francisco players were freaking out about the turf conditions before the game. So, and a lot of them got hurt. So the NFL's got MetLife under investigation for its turf quality. Yeah. It- the 49ers players need to suck it up. They were playing scared of injury, not of the Jets. So they were terrified of getting hurt, so they got hurt. It's The Jets had a couple injuries, but nothing ridiculous. The Giants came out, and like all their players are fine with it. And Joe Judge said, like our guys have been on that turf. We had camp. It was it's our home for that month or so. We had our players on that turf every day. Not a single player said anything negative. So uh, it's and has it rained in the Northeast in two weeks. I think it's Shanahan and the Niners wanting to be the new golden boys of the NFL and wanting everything to go right for them. I could totally see that because Shanahan's got the whiner kind of trait to him. So, all right, um, we're gonna take a quick break from NFL because we've got basketball news. Kev, Billy Donovan, Bulls. Yeah, so I think Woj reported it. Billy Donovan will be the next coach of the Chicago Bulls, and I am for it. Oh, I love it. Okay, my boy Zach, Zach Levine, uh, a decent coach who works well with guards. Yeah, I mean, Him and Kobe White? Hot take. By the time Billy Donovan's done in Chicago, he will be remembered as the best coach they've had since Phil Jackson. That's not a hot take. I, I completely will stamp that with Jerry. Some Stoke. Bulls fans love Tibbs. Oh, my God. Okay, so maybe it's because I'm an outside guy, and then he he messed up Minnesota because he traded them Levine for Jimmy Butler. As much as I love Jimmy Butler, we should have sent Wiggins over because he had a bigger trade value. We probably would have had to give up a draft pick because this was back when I thought Wiggins was still good. Um, if we kept Levine and Butler – that team would have been nasty, but like I hate Tibbs. I hate his style. I hate his coaching. He's annoying as hell on ESPN. Is he? He's going back to coach now, right? He's an assistant uh, somewhere. I believe so. But like also, he's the re- people forget he's the reason Derrick Rose got hurt. Yeah, he's also the they reason Jimmy twelve, and with like a minute left, and he's like, "Hey, Derrick, go out there." Knowing Derrick Rose does not, he plays at like fifth gear and nothing else, knowing that. And Derrick Rose's injury was ruined for it. So, also, yeah, Tibbs is the new coach of the Knicks. Yeah, Um. so they're going to go 0-82. Oh, awesome. All right. So, yeah, good for uh, Billy Donovan. Uh, get him with some two, two talented guards. Hopefully the Bulls can get a decent uh, with uh, their guy, Lori Market, and hopefully get another swingman in the draft. See what happens. That might be a decent team next year. All right. Um... We got to go – it's there, bail time, Kev. So we're going to go 2-0 and teams edition, minus the Bears because I just don't really feel like talking about Mr. Trubisky. All right, Raiders, you staying or bailing on the on – the, I'm going to stay on them. I think they're a really they're going to be a really gritty team. I think a lot of games are going to be really close, but I think they're going to be able to go to toe, toe-to-toe with good teams because they can control the clock with Josh Jacobs. They have one of the better tight. They have a top five tight end in Darren Waller. They have a speedster on the outside with Rugs. If that offensive line can come back healthy, and they get back some of the pieces they lost last week, I think they're going to be a good team. I love this roster. I am staying for another round on Oakland. I mean, sorry, Las Vegas. Um, I like the whole grinding, like like you said before, the clock control. If there was any kind of team that could that could irritate the Chiefs, it's a team that can control clock and keep Mahomes off. I'm not saying they're gonna go like they're gonna beat them, but like giving them fits, maybe sneak a win out here or there, and also just like they're so physical, they have so many weapons. I mean, even Aguilar's turned himself into a decent weapon. 
Zay Jones, you said Ruggs already, Darren Waller, who I've been on the Darren Waller hype train since day one with Hard Knocks. I watched that kid moss to linebackers, and I'm like, pick up my fantasy team, pick up my fantasy team. Everyone saw, so last year, when I picked him up in like the 10th round, everyone's like, Clem, who the hell is Darren Waller? This is my league that got disbanded. And I'm like, just trust me. Ends up like having like an insane season, and I end up weighing the damn thing because I didn't have to spend a like eighth round pick on a tight end. I spent it on running backs. So when my first and second best players Cook and Adams went down, I still was able to get myself into the into the play, uh, championship. So there you go, Darren Waller. Thank you for the two hundred forty bucks, pal. All right, um, Packers. You staying or going on them? I'm staying. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has showed that he's not slowing down. They have a top 10 receiver in Devontae Adams. They have Aaron Jones dominating. Their defense is good enough, and they have a good O-line. They're going to keep winning games. The AFC or the NFC North is also not good. Oh, yeah, the NFC North. I mean, unless 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 um, <laughs> unless the, the, the Lions can figure out how to uncross their eyes and untie their shoes together— I don't think like because I think the Lions just shoot themselves in the foot because that's how the Lions roster is great. But like it's just like I think it's just Patricia. I swear to God, if they threw any other head coach in that lineup, Swift's a good running back. You also have Johnson and Peterson. You throw in Galladay and Jones. I mean, I, one of them didn't play this week, right? Galladay. Galladay didn't play this week. I mean, that's probably a big reason why they got they one of the big reasons they lost. But also like Stafford's top 15, top 20 quarterback, it's, I mean, yeah, also, it doesn't help DeAndre Swift dropped a wide open touchdown in the end zone or else they would have been one and one. True. Um, I'm staying with the Packers for now. They take on the Orleans next week and then they have, uh, who do they have next week? Maybe week four. They, oh, I guess they have a bye week four. Interesting. I'm never a fan. Oh no, they play the Falcons on Monday night, so um, they'll probably come back and win that one. We start four and zero. Um, I still, I still will contest that the Packers. I'm not taking the Packers all the way, but for the next couple weeks, I'll stay with them. Kevin, are you staying or going? On, are you staying or bailing on the Cardinals? I'm staying. They're. We've already talked about them, but they're. O-line's okay. Their defense is good enough, and that their skill position players on offense are phenomenal. Hot take, well, semi-hot take at this point. Uh, Cardinals win the AFC West this year. Because uh, really impressive because they're in the NFC West. NFC West, that's what I meant, sorry. Because the the Niners are injury-laden right now, and it's gonna it may cost them a game or two. Um, the Rams... They're going to be good, but I feel like the back end of their schedule is still going to kill them. And, I mean, Seattle, like, they're good, but I just, I don't know. I feel like Arizona could squeak it out. So, yeah, I'm staying hard on the Cardinals. All right, uh, Pittsburgh. Bailing. They're oh, yeah, I'm so bail- I'm bailing, too. Good. No. They took on a hobbled. Broncos team and it took them down to the wire basically. Um that defense is so talented, but I'm not buying Big Ben. I'm not buying those receivers. James Conner's already basically been replaced by Benny Snell. It's gonna be a weird year for Pittsburgh. Uh last but not least, our boy King Henry and his Titans. I'm staying just because I think they're still gonna win the AFC South. Uh, if they were in another division, I'd probably bail because I feel like teams know now, okay, like, yeah, Tannehill might go off for a game or two, but we just got to focus on Henry. But for now, I'll stay. They're going to win the AFC South easily. I'll take it a different direction here. I think that the fact that Tannehill had a great game this weekend and Henry was okay, he wasn't great, is a good sign. I mean, he doesn't have to do every game, but the fact that Tannehill has the potential to go off with four touchdowns and yeah, AJ Brown was out this week, and he still played great. I'll, I'm I'm staying hard in the Titans. I still think they're like that sleeper team in the AFC. If they can keep with that new defense, if they can with with the addition of Clowney, if they can keep 
themselves in games and they can utilize the run game and utilize that edge rush, they can get a lot of wins. They might be able to catch a team like the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs, I, I, I don't know. But like, they may be able to catch a team off guard in the playoffs. So I'm staying really hard on the Titans right now. And that wraps it up for stay or call. All right, so before we run into weird stuff and last call, let's do our team reports. Kev, you want to do yours on the Patriots? Yes, I don't believe that there's such a thing as a good loss, but this is as close as you can get to a good loss. Uh, you can question the playmaking at the end, running, trying to run it in again with Cam, but if they passed it and it wasn't completed, people would have said, why didn't you run it with Cam? Cam Newton's a legit quarterback. This offense looks way better with him than it did with Tom Brady last year than it would with Tom Brady this year. Good point. This team is going to compete for the AFC East. I think they can still win it. Even though Josh Allen's hot as hell, I can see them pushing for it. It's going to be a fun year. Do you have any thoughts on the Patriots? It's going to be it's going to be fun. I, honestly, like I I'm like low key rooting for the Patriots because I love Cam Newton and also like it'd be kind of cool to see like Bill win without Brady and just see what he would do with with Cam because I want I I love Cam Newton. I I honestly have grown a respect for him as I've gotten older. But um on my birds. All right, so. Folks, looking at that scoreboard, the fill of the game, you think the sky is falling. I watched that game intently from start to finish. The first thing I can tell you is, one, if you watched the game as intently as I did, Kev, I I, I know you weren't watching for obvious reasons, but um, I don't think you got because it was not on Sunday ticket. Uh, It was only on Sunday ticket. Um, Eagles were driving. Wentz's interception when they were trying to throw to Whiteside Basically was what, like, the Eagles were about to score and take the lead coming out of half, and that interception killed the momentum. The defense just just, just decided to stop tackling. Nakiel Roby Coleman, I guarantee he's not starting next week. He looks awful. Cravon LeBlanc last week basically was the best corner besides Slam, that secondary. I think Philadelphia kind of did this as a feel-out game. Uh, they tried their best. They, they did not try their best at all. I don't think it's time to bail on Wentz just yet. If he throws another game like game like this against the Bengals, then yeah, put Jalen in. Get get the ginger off. Get his head cleared. See what the hell's wrong with him. I think there also is an issue in the locker room right now with Zach Ertz and his contract extension because he I feel like he's making a big stink about it, but he has nothing to talk about after he dropped what would have been the setup for a game-tying touchdown catch when basically he sat at the first down marker and the ball went between his hands against the, uh, the foot, Washington football team. Um, Eagles fans, we should not panic. What happened on Sunday was embarrassing. We need to fix our offensive line needs to be worked on. And also, God, our receivers got to run better routes. That white side, the, the throw by once was terrible. But the worst part was is white side at the top of the route rounded out his post, which just like gave the, the corner from the Rams a bucket catch interception. So... The Eagles got to go back to the drawing board. Miles Sanders said he fell out of shape. Um, every hey, listen, every year there's always that one Eagles loss or or two in this case, which happened multiple times. Where I'm just like, what the hell just happened? This is definitely that loss. At least with Washington, I knew why we lost. This one, I'm just like, God, we just didn't give it. It's it's a Philadelphia. If you're an Eagles fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Even or if you're an NFC team, good news for the Eagles though. Um, Washington's one on one. Giants are zero um, and two, and the Cowboys only 101. So, sky ain't falling. On to to Cincinnati, to quote Bill Belichick. So, all right. I have takes on the Eagles. Don't you worry. Oh, God. It is time to panic in Philly. I'm going to just put my earbuds in. The Eagles situation right now was the Patriots situation the last few years when Tom Brady was in New England. It's a little different because of Howie Roseman, how it's not. Brady jumping Belichick, and he's just jumping one guy. But Carson Wentz is jumping two. There are reports that uh, Max Kellerman said, I'm not taking Kellerman's take, but he did report on this. And usually when he says, like, there are reports that this is happening, he's pretty good about it. There are reports that Doug Peterson can't do what he wants with Carson because Carson has such a good relationship with Hugh Lowry. Or Laurie, how the I don't care. Jeffrey Laurie. Jeffrey Lurie. I don't know why I keep saying Hugh. I'm thinking of the actor I know. Jeffrey Lurie. So Doug Peterson can't do what he wants. He's not going to be able to bench Carson. He's not going to be able to trade Carson. I'm not saying they should trade Carson, but he's not able to do anything with him. 
because Jeffrey Lurie will come and be like, nope, that's my quarterback. You're not doing shit. Yeah, I'm not buying that. One, because it's out of Kellerman's mouth. Two, Peterson and Wentz actually have one of the better coaching relationships between quarterback and coach. You show me a legit site, then maybe I'll start buying it. But this is like the same thing last year with like PT guys were leaking stuff and it was out, ended up being Alshon Jeffrey pissed he wasn't getting targets. I, I don't know. I just I think next week is going to be really telling because it's going to be a Cincinnati team that is hanging around because of the rookie quarterback, but it's 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 a lot easier of a opponent than uh, let's say the Rams are, who are a lot better than I thought they were. So, that. But you can say that it's out of Kellerman's mouth. I don't buy. Like he can't just say that. There are rules to journalism that you have to follow. He can't just say like it's being reported. He did yeah, not say. Also, I think he said I'm I have not been ripping told. just Kellerman. Okay, so also there's we've also seen stuff like I have been told this or I've been told that. Unfortunately, with modern journalism now, especially in sports, like somebody could say something. And it may not be from the direct source. Now I'll go up to the top and they'll think because everyone's chasing the big headline right now. So because everyone's trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with Philadelphia because I don't I, I kind of can see it, but I still think I think they need they need another week of gelling. Also, for the love of God, get Whiteside out of there. Howie had failed. You should have taken Metcalf, you idiot. Yeah. Um, bench Whiteside. Get Greg Ward. Get Hightower. Get Rieger in there. Get Jackson in there. Wentz has good relation. Wentz has been throwing great to all of them. Just get Whiteside out. Jeffrey will be back in a week. Just for the love of God, deal with all short receivers for a week because it's not working. Whiteside is a bum. He's the softest 6'3 guy I've ever seen play receiver. He's tougher in his Madden profile than he is in real life. All right, Kev, weird also, stuff. They should also trade Ertz because I think Ertz is probably a little annoyed that Carson's the guy and they're not paying him. Well, I mean, I would honestly, yeah, trade Ertz. Go get us an offensive lineman. We have Goddard, so I'm not complaining. Um, yeah, so... Here, rock and roll. What do you got for weird stuff for me, Kev? Make me laugh. Does the name Joey Gatewood mean anything to you? Joey Gatewood or Gaywood? Gatewood. Gatewood. Um, no. He was on Auburn's depth chart last year at quarterback. He transferred to Kentucky. Now, the NCAA gave him an immediate waiver to play, and now it's up to the SEC offices in Greg Sankey. There are reports they've been confirmed by some, disputed by Kentucky, that there is an, a gentleman's agreement on the board. Whenever the term gentleman's agreement comes out, you know it's going to be great. Oh, that boy. Kentucky and Auburn agreed that if Auburn does their part, makes this waiver, go through, and so Joey Gatewood can play this year, then Kentucky won't play him against Auburn when they play. Which I understand it's one out of ten games, so if you can have them for the other nine, it's fine. But I just think it's that's such a weird thing that teams are talking about and going like, yes, we're going to do uh, that. We agree. Yeah, that's that's some scary shit. Um, what position was he? I'm sorry, I like shot in my head. Quarterback. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, honestly, like, if the NCAA granted him an immediate waiver, then it should just be like, just let him play. If, if Auburn's really that worried about Kentucky, they got bigger issues. Well, the issue is with the immediate waiver stuff is with – like, that's why we can still have a college football playoff this year because the Power Five operates out on their own. The yeah. college football playoffs separate from the NCAA, technically. These teams can decide to play and still have the playoff. And so once these guys transfer, generally they have to then go through approval to the league offices – I don't know actually if it's general. I don't know if it's just this year because of how disjointed everything is. Yeah. And because it's between a conference, which would kind of make sense doing it that way. Mm-hmm. But it'll be weird. Uh, I agree with you. If Auburn's that worried about Kentucky, Alabama's going to have a grand old time in the a, uh, SEC West this year. But we'll find out Sunday because if uh, Auburn plays Kentucky Sunday or Saturday. This Saturday. So we'll find out this Sunday. A college I'm, game in Miami. I won't even get I'm, to watch it. I don't know why anyone would choose to go to that game, but all right. I would – I'm actually shocked the NCAA gave them – gave him a waiver to play immediately 
even in COVID, because the NCAA is generally an idiot when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, your coach left after your junior year? Yeah, you can transfer and play immediately. Oh, sorry, your mom has cancer? Nope, sorry. No immediate waiver. Alabama player? No, a guy transferring, I forget where he was transferring from, but he transferred to Virginia or Virginia Tech to be closer to his mom. And they said no. Yeah, well, the NCAA is awful. So, yeah, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> They're the worst. Um, Pretty short last call today. Um, I'm, I'm all about uh, number 20, uh, Ed Reed. He was, of course, the uh, patron saint of our uh, last episode of live stream. Patrolling up and down the Miami sidelines. Looking like old Uncle Ed himself. Big, long hair sticking out of that Miami snapback. Um, I'm loving the culture down there. I'm loving the new team. It just, it doesn't, it feels like it felt in Mark Rick's first and second year. It, it's, it's in, but like with less of the, like the restrictive play calling, like Manny Diaz is letting his OC just fire away. And I mean, we're not going to beat Clemson. If we do, I, I actually will probably do a backflip off my car. Uh, cause that would be like a miracle of God. But... You know, I'm I'm buying it, Kev. I'm if you know for the I I was really I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like acting all optimistic about my Hurricanes this year. I was terrified. I didn't know what the hell was gonna happen. And we go into Louisville, and I mean, yeah, our defense kind of gave up a couple late scores, but they're a good they're a good team, ACC standards wise. Keep your ACC hatred to a minimum, please. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, I am optimistic about college football again, which I never thought it would be after the last two years of abysmal stuff I had to watch. So, yeah, that's the last call. Ed Reed, the GOAT. Um, uh, show Thursday, live stream, will be 21, so I'm pulling for us to do either Deion Sanders or LT or Sammy Sosa as our patron for that uh, show. Um, it's going to be a good I think time. I pick someone random. Kevin Garnett? No. that I said random. Well, I mean, he did play for both of our favorite basketball teams. But uh, I'm Jared. That's Kevin. Um, we're out. Bye. Hey, guys. Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.